Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 miles to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike, the far in the equation. And I'm John, about 10 miles away. Okay, this week we're going to continue our series on changes over the last 20 or so years within the Disney theme parks and talk about the tally at the end of what was disappointing and what was better and what was made better in the parks and uh, it's more or less just a a thing that we're doing where we kind of keep score of what was a disappointment and and what was improved and last week we did animal kingdom this week we will be covering disney's hollywood studios or for the old fans mgm studios Disney's MGM Studios Park. So, John, how did your week in the parks go? Well, we did our last podcast not long ago because I was out of town last weekend. So my my trips were very abbreviated. I did, um, ironically enough, I made it over to Hollywood Studios on Wednesday. And I hope this isn't a precursor of what's to come, but I uh, went by myself and I went over around... Uh, I got there about five o'clock. Um, I saw the, uh, I saw that the uh, Tower of Terror only had a twenty-minute wait. So I was like, "That's a ride I really liked there." So I went right there, got in line. It took about thirteen minutes to get on, and uh, yeah, that's one of the set of files I sent you. I recorded it in uh, uh, widescreen horizontal format for YouTube. Nice. So. Anyway, I did that and really did enjoy it. And then uh, from there, what the heck did I do? I mm, oh, I went to Muppets. That's what I went to Muppets, and that was really nice. From the Muppets, I walked back to. Uh, oh, I also sent you the full Muppets movie you did. from a yep. really nice perspective, so. where you can see the animatronics and the Muppet screen and. It worked perfectly. Like it really did work well. I was impressed. So hope, hope, hopefully we're allowed to do that. I don't know. But anyway, um, so I went on the Muppets and such a, a good ride. And it still holds up. Like I really, you know, didn't mind that at all. Now here's where the problem comes in. I thought to myself, you know, I didn't eat dinner. And I'm like, huh, where should I eat? Is there anywhere I can get a quick service? And I ate the salad at the Docking Bay 7 the last couple times that I went there. And it's like, I don't know, nothing really moved me. I was like, I, I, I just wasn't in the mood for any of the quick service they had there. And so that's number one. I ended up getting nothing. I got Chipotle on the way home. I was like, eh, $7, it's going to be good. So I ended up doing that because I just couldn't figure out what I would want there. And then the other problem was I, I, after Muppets, I started walking through, um, I walked through Galaxy's Edge and I found, I find myself having no interest at all in going, like I used to walk through the store portion because it was covered and everything. But, you know, the last few times I went there, you have to wait in a line just to walk through. And I, I, that's just, I, so basically, I haven't done that in a while because I don't want to wait in line just to walk through a store. And the other problem is, um, you know, so basically, I kind of just walk along the path that goes through Galaxy's Edge. 
And I'm walking through. I didn't really see. The only thing I saw that caught my eye that I wanted to take a video of is one of the soda, one of the uh, Coca-Cola soda cart droids was moving around and blinking, which most of the time they just sit there like they're turned off. So I was like, wow, one's actually moving. So I did a quick 10 second video of that. But because of the lines and you can't just walk through parts of it and stuff, I, I, I literally... I kind of felt sad that I just, there's nothing there I wanted to see. I went on Smuggler's Run a couple of times the last time I was there, and it's honestly, it's fine, but I just, I, it's not enough to move me to want to ride it that often. You know, as a local, I'm not like, wow, I want to ride it every week. It's like, eh, I just rode it a couple of weeks ago. It's the kind of thing that I ride like a couple of times a year probably is enough. So I didn't ride that, and I didn't go back there because... You know, there's lines to get in the stores and stuff. And it was weird. There were just crowds of people against the wall of the walkway through, too. And I'm like, I, I just don't know what happens. Maybe it's people waiting for the other people in their party to get off a ride or Rise of the Resistance or something. But it just seemed odd, the amount of people just lined up. And anyway, I walked through that. And I, you know, I, I was thinking, I really want to get some good pictures and videos, but there's just nothing there that caught my eye. And so I walked and I went to Toy Story Land and, you know, I looked and the the, uh, the spinning saucer ride had almost no weight as usual. But again, walking past it and riding on it are about the same amount of fun for an adult. <laughs> I decided <laughs> yeah. I could just walk past it and it's just as much fun because it's just... It's if you're not an infant, it's not that great. And uh, uh, then Slinky Dog Dash had a pretty long line. But again, I've ridden it a lot lately. I just wasn't in the mood. Toy Story Mania kind of hurts my hand because I can't help but try to do well on it. And so it's and again, it's fun, but I I wouldn't go on that by myself. There's not even anyone to compete against, really. So I kind of just walked through. The Slinky Dog ha always has a long line, one of the longest in the park. So I just didn't really feel like waiting in the direct sunlight for that to that, that day. <clears throat> anyway, I talked to my wife then on the phone. And uh, I, I basically told her, I was like, yeah, I think I'm heading home real soon. I'm like, I just, that's, I, I just wasn't moved by anything. I walked through. And I and then I, I was like, well, I'm going to go on Star Tours once just because it's Star Tours. And I'm at this park. I feel ridiculous, like leaving after like two hours, you know. So I did that. And I walked past the Mickey's Runaway Railway, too. And, you know, I looked at it and I'm like, I, I didn't even look at the time, but I could tell it's not a long wait. And still, I was like, yeah, I've seen it enough. Like, I just didn't feel motivated to go on that either and I, I i guess my point of the whole thing maybe maybe it was just my mood that day but as much as i love individual things at that park the park as a whole always just has me in kind of a weird like nah feel like uh, honestly i know that's weird but and you know like i go to epcot i don't really feel that way it's like i want to walk through the whole world showcase I, I never get sick of going on Spaceship Earth. I never get sick of going on uh, the Three Caballeros. I never get sick of living with the land. I Even Soren, I, do, I don't like to wait for that, but if there's no wait, I would ride it. Even, even if I just saw it 10 times, it's like, eh. If I, if I don't have to wait, if it's under 20 minutes, I'll, I, would, I would ride that again, too. 
and the Magic Kingdom always has stuff to go on. It's like, how could you ever say meh to the Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean or Splash? It's like you're never going to be like, meh, don't feel like it. It's like they're always good. And I don't know what it is, and maybe it's just me, but a lot of the rides at Hollywood Studios are not that re-rideable to me anymore. And I don't know why exactly. And yeah, Rise of the Resistance is good, but it's not applicable to me. As a local, I can't get a weekend uh, reservation at Hollywood. And since I work during the week, I can't get a Rise of the Resistance reservation because I work during the day. And so I just can't go on it. And so to me, it doesn't mean anything to me. It's like, oh, that's a ride you can't go on. Um, Do I think that will get better when the crowds come back? No, I think it'll get worse. So for me, it's going to be that ride I've done a bunch of times, but I don't really do it anymore. So it's not going to have a lot of a lot of. I don't know a lot of nostalgia attached to it for me it's gonna like i uh, when i think of that ride i think it's a great ride but i feel like most people i know have more resentment towards it than they do love for it because they can't get on it right yeah my old neighbors who used to work for disney they still have never been on it yet they can't get on it and every time they tried they don't get the they're not real tech savvy. They don't get the reservation. I shouldn't say that. They're not Disney tech savvy. They don't yeah. go to the parks that often because they don't have passes. So when they do, the My Magical uh, app thing, whatever the hell heck it is, you know, it, it, by the time they click on the reservation, it goes, oh, they're gone. And it's yeah. like, can't go again. And they're, they, you know, they're very, they find the whole thing extremely disappointing. And I know my wife was like that too. It took her so long to finally get on it. And after all that time, I don't know if it just it, it, it just leaves a weird, disappointing feel, you know? It's it like, does, John. You're right. I, I'm actually, that's the one thing that I'm nervous about. Like, what's amazing is this, is, this is weird, but I'm not worried about going to Universal and getting on Hagrid's. I know I'm going to get on Hagrid's. I'm not worried about going on Velocicoaster because I'm pretty darn sure I'm going to be able to get on Velocicoaster. Oh, yeah, um, I I am pretty darn sure that having a family of seven, I'm going to have trouble getting a time on my one day in the park yep. at um, for that ride at Hollywood Studios. By the time I, you I click doubt... each one of their names, yeah, it's too it's, many. They're, it's too it's many. It's going to be like, and they're gone too late. Yeah, I, I'm just, it's I'm bad. so nervous and kind of upset being a big star wars fan that i'm not going to be able to do it i mean it part of me says well at least i got to ride it before but that's like uh someone uh holding a gun to your head and then right afterwards saying well at least they didn't kill me you know i mean that's that's just uh i i don't think i think it's unacceptable how they've handled the virtual queue and the way that thing goes and everyone just eats it you know everyone's just like oh it's okay you know i don't really think it is okay i think it's a bad uh way of running things um if you have what's supposed to be the best ride in the entire universe and you've spent all that money on it and you can only load that many people in it and that's how you're doing it i don't think that's right there's a lot of people not getting to experience that ride on their on their seven thousand eight thousand nine thousand ten thousand dollar vacations and that's just ridiculous Uh, like i said i i do love a lot of things at hollywood studios and uh but as a whole i don't know it's not the park that i ever go to on its own and 
I guess that's the reason why, because I I, um, I usually go there when I walk there from Epcot, and I'll do like one ride. I'll walk in and I'll be like, all right, what can I do? And I'll pick a ride and I'll go on it, and then I'll just leave. I'll do a lap through the park and leave. I don't know why. I just don't feel like it's a place to spend a lot of time. And again, a lot of people don't agree with me, but somebody who's at Walt Disney World a lot, that's just how I feel. I mean, I... I, I do, uh, maybe they just, you know, you, know, you know what it is too? They're missing a lot. Like the Beauty and the Beast show is not playing. Yeah. A Fantasmic is not playing, so there's no need to stay late. Uh, the Little Mermaid, I could all but guarantee if I, if I would have been walking past and I saw the Little Mermaid is, um, you know, starts in 10 minutes, I would have went, sat down and just enjoyed the theater. And it's not the greatest show, but it has cool effects a nice story the bubbles in the ceiling it, it it's a really it's a it's a it's a peaceful nice place to go for a break they don't have any of that right now and the entire launch bay thing is closed like there's nothing going on over there so for me it's just missing a lot like there's not a lot of little things to do there's major attractions you know like there's slinky dog dash rise of the resistance smugglers run a rock and roll roller coaster but the little stuff isn't there and i guess i do a lot of little stuff so it's my mm-hmm. preference to do smaller things and they kind of don't have a lot of that right now mm. yeah because I, I used to enjoy too just going to the launch bay area you could all but guarantee you're going to run into stormtroopers harassing people you're gonna run into for when it, when it was new at least they had the jawas in there trading with you and just cool stuff to watch and run into randomly i mean i saw ray at galaxy's edge but she was standing behind a fence just like talking just to some peering girl. and like, i don't know i didn't find it that interesting i was like oh look it's ray she's always i don't know it just didn't feel like anything like i felt like they did a much better job at galaxy or when at the launch bay area and that's kind of what got me excited i i I remember telling people if they make if if the launch bay they do such a great job imagine what they're gonna do in galaxy's edge and i'm like well what they did is less (laughs) it's like much less from what i said much less interesting and much less interaction and much less going on so i don't know that's just it i mean if you look at the area itself it's basically just a land full of commerce and um a a one and a half rides and i say one and a half rides is because let's say you go to the park a hundred times maybe 50 times if you're lucky you might get on rise of the resistance maybe um you could get on smugglers run as as much as you want but um i don't know what the secret is like how certain people can get those ride passes and other people can't you know but uh it's a problem john i really think it is i think uh it it just minimizes the impact of that land because of the way um the exclusivity seemingly of that ride um it, it just it stinks it stinks for yeah. families on vacation and and people that spend a lot of money and i know the the apologists will say well you can get back on it at one o'clock well if i'm in the park at, I'm still at, at one o'clock you know i i mean you know i i don't 
why do I want to stress out for the next couple of hours while I'm trying to enjoy my vacation? Um, thinking well, I'm, I'm be lucky can, to get a, I can tell you for the, 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 the few times where my wife like, uh, used her individual day tickets where she didn't know she would be able to buy an annual pass indefinitely until they allow it again. She used a handful of her one-day tickets to try to ride that, and then when it says something went wrong, and oh, they're all gone every freaking time. At, and back then it was 2 o'clock, and double disappointment day after day, and it's like you're running out of time. And I could just imagine it would be even worse when you're on vacation. It's like, I might not be back here in a year. Well, you're out of luck. And it's like, I... Uh, it 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 feels so terrible that it kind of makes the rest of, and I and I know poor you oh I couldn't ride ride it's like it it's just a feel bad attraction the way that it is right now it, yeah and again especially when you're in the park and you see like a group of like twenty year old childless millennials <laughs> you know those pretzel buying ones clog up the lines they all yell out. Got it again. This is our 50th time. Ha ha ha. And it's like that. I literally was by people that were yelling out things about they got it again. And I'm pretty sure they are uh, cast members who were off work. Yeah. <laughs> up the darn line. And again, my my wife's sitting there in line where something went wrong again. She's not getting it. And these kids are laughing about it's their 20th time riding. And I'm like, yeah, they really need to figure this thing out. Because yeah. it's just sad. And again, good for those people. But the people who can't get it and may not be able to get back anytime soon, it's a it can be a really crappy thing. But anyway, I didn't want to get too deep into that. I think but I was gonna say it is ironic that we're gonna talk about Hollywood Studios today, and that's just where I was, and maybe that will be a precursor, but Maybe not, though, too, because the point system is individual-based. So yeah. I like Toy Story Land. I, I like Galaxy's Edge. I like most of the stuff there. But for some reason, when I'm there, I'm not that moved by a lot of it, where I do a few of my favorite rides. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of done. I'm like, I would go somewhere else or go home. I'm not really, you know, I'm I'm good. Well, let's, let's go ahead and get into our discussion then. And... Uh... I guess what I would say about that in that very regard is the fact that, you know, we we aren't just approaching it from that standpoint. We're approaching it from overall what we think it's actually the the impact, more or less. Was it an improvement and, or was it a takeaway, right? Uh, a disappointment. And I, I don't know. I mean, I I think that's kind of how we're we're going to look at it if you look at galaxy's edge if you look at these other additions and stuff they are additions right i mean they draw crowds they draw people they they've actually provided something you know to the park so uh i guess we'll they'll have to wait and see what we think as we get into this uh into this discussion so anyways john uh, we are going to discuss Hollywood Studios, as you said, and um, the changes in the last 20 or so years. I think it's important to remember that this was a Michael Eisner idea, um, not just his exclusively, but an idea that uh, he, he launched shortly after he took over the company. And his idea was to make a working studio 
and to actually have things filmed there and then just kind of build a theme park around that studio. Of course, over the years, what it's become is less of a studio. There really isn't much film there anymore or, or done in the way of creating uh, films or cartoons. And now it's just a full-fledged theme park. So, you know... I don't, I, I don't think they do anything there. I don't think they do either. I John. know at Universal Studios... Um, and in Orlando, they actually do. There's still hot set signs where they'll do scenes yeah. in the New York Street and stuff yeah. like that. They do shoot commercials, maybe mm-hmm. small parts to movies and TV shows there. So they still use it just a little bit there. But yeah, I I think Disney because when they did away with the set pieces and everything, like the Streets of America and and all that, that was it, man. They they aren't doing any any commercials any filming anything anymore so again it's transitioned into a theme park like the rest of property and uh you know i uh, it, it's where we're at right now so i guess we can look at that from the perspective that that was kind of buried in the past that was the where they were where they were going what the original purpose was and that's changed over the years the vision yeah, of that uh park so um what we have now is themed lands like every other park and i guess that's what we're going to judge it on right john i think uh, has has that been better has that been worse so where do you want to start john i don't know it's up to you i mean i I think where we what, what i'd like to look at right away is entering into the park let's let's discuss that because when you walk into the park it used to be the the weenie so to speak of the park was the the Chinese theater at the back and of the street. And also like the icon itself of the park was always that water tower. Right. And somewhere around 2000 or so when they, um, were launching Walt Disney's, um, the man Walt Disney's, um, a hundred years of, uh, whatever, I think magic or something like that. They called it, uh, they put that sorcerer hat, um, in front of the, uh, in that open kind of area in front of the Chinese theater. And that more or less became the icon or weenie of the park for a while. Um, that thing was only supposed to be temporary, but it ended up becoming fairly popular and, and a decent place for people to take pictures and stuff like that, you know, and, um, they took that away around what, 2014 or so, I think. And, um, so it's kind of like an empty space in that circle. Well, and this is very much an opinion for people who have been going since the beginning. They like to see the Chinese theater at the end. For people like me, who ever since the first time they went, saw the big hat. Well, we kind of like the big hat. And I noticed on my social media, I got a lot of that as well. Like I posted a picture of them dismantling the hat and everybody said how much they loved it and stuff. And I'm like, so I think us casual fans who weren't there since the very beginning at Hollywood Studios actually liked the hat because as far as we we were concerned that was original because it was there for so long well that my friend is exactly why I brought it up because I knew that was your perspective my perspective um does go back to before the hat a little bit um I wasn't there at the very beginning but I do remember before the hat I actually like the hat and I'm kind of an oddity when it comes to people that experience the, um, the before, 
uh, period. I actually liked it a lot. I was very disappointed when they took that down. I thought it was a great uh, uh, picture spot. And honestly, for an otherwise um, kind of... I don't know. I, I like the Chinese theater. Don't get me wrong. I like the look of it. But I can't honestly tell you... I remember standing in front of the Chinese theater being very excited about getting my picture taken. In front of that hat, people used to do that all the time. I mean, that thing was photogenic. It was colorful. Oh, yeah. I really like that, you know? I'm just a simple guy. I like giant things. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> that's why I love Spaceship Earth. It's a giant golf ball. Like, yeah, but it's giant. That's yeah. Hey, I like it. A giant hat. So I would say that change is bad then, right? I do. I do. That's think what we is. think, at least. I, I mean, you and I think it, it like and I sort of thought about that at the beginning. And I'm like, where are we going to find disagreement? And I thought maybe, maybe there. But then I thought, wait a minute, your perspective was after that. And my perspective is strange compared to like if we had someone else on that was at the park before, um, they might have a completely different take. So I will. I, allow for like I, you know that perspective we have to look at that perspective but i think honestly for me personally and the the ideas or the reasons i laid out that that's why uh, this, I feel this this is not going to go well for hollywood studios i can tell already because many of my favorite things and memories from vacation are just gone at this point yeah. and a lot of them for no reason and one of the interesting things there, and again, we'll start at the entrance. When you walk into the park and look to your left, they had Sid Kohanga's uh, souvenirs and stuff from the stars was over there. And they had um, autographed pictures and oh, props yeah. and things you could buy. They were unbelievably expensive, but they were real, you know? Like, I, I remember looking in there and it was like a signed poster by Johnny Depp for like $150. And I was like... I didn't buy it, but I was like, wow, this is really cool. It's a real Hollywood memorabilia store at a theme park. I'm like, so I used to go in there and just look around. And I was like, I would admire the, the realness of it. And then I remember hear, hearing a story, too. I think Michael Eisner said he said something sarcastically about getting things there. And somebody took him seriously and spent like, I don't know, a huge amount of money on having all this stuff shipped for Hollywood to put in there. And they ended up going with it. But the guy was like, he wasn't serious. He was like, ah, get me some whatever. And I forget the story. I know that doesn't do justice at all. But basically, there there were stories about when it was created about making that place and what was in it and stuff. And it was just a really weird, special place. And again, it's still there. But now it's like a photo pass thing where yeah. I don't, you, you go in and say, I can't find my photo passes. And then they help you. Yeah. And it's like nothing. A very It went from that to a very boring, just generic photo pass thing so for me that would be on the bad side i don't know if you have any opinion of it at all I, but i don't really because i i don't remember going in there if i would have known that was there and it had what you described i am like if you look behind me there's like a star wars poster exactly. back there with like uh, 10 signatures of original star wars yep. cast members and you could have bought more stuff just you know, like that that's what i mean i mean there's there's an autograph i met carrie fisher i met you know billy d williams i met ray park who plays darth maul and and um also uh uh 
you know, there's Chewbacca back there. There's Darth Vader back there. There's a lot of different autographs gotta, of people I've met I've over the put years. Put that on the bad column. Yeah, I, I think so because the thing is, if I would have known that that was there and in that very you know place, I would have went nuts going in there. I would have loved that. Now, I, that place, the only time I, it's come into my frame of view is when they started putting characters there um, and doing like. Uh, for a little while, at least, um, I'd say it, it was recent too. It wasn't much more uh, yeah, than they put them on years the ago. Something yeah, there. something like that. Like Donald Duck would be there, and some maybe Daisy, maybe the Chip and Dale would be there. So I, I remember uh, get, getting uh, pictures there with my kids and stuff, but um, I don't really remember much else going on in there. So it's interesting you said that. I I would have loved that store. It's uh, definitely a negative joint. I, again, I've got a few of these, and it's weird that all my favorite stuff, my favorite place to get a coffee and a, you know, like a pastry of some sort for the for like a breakfast kind of thing, or even breakfast, brunch, whatever, Starring Rolls Cafe. Oh, it's yeah. It's that little one that's on the corner, and it's like sunken mm-hmm. down in, and they have all the nice benches out front. Excuse me. There, it was a very small bakery, but it always had really fresh and really good, uh, unique stuff in there. And again, it was small. You just went through, you waited in your line, ordered, and went out, and you could eat it outside. But I had so many good memories getting starring rolls there and enjoying some coffee and or you know pastries and such. It was really a favorite of ours, and they closed it down. And Hmm. they never reopened it and they never put anything else there. And I, I, I heard later that with the Starbucks contract, they weren't allowed to have another coffee place within a certain distance of it. And since Starbucks was right across the street from it, they had to get rid of it. So again, I really love storing rolls. It's just this little awesome little place. And I guess the replacement is Starbucks, even though it's across the street, it's kind of a replacement. But anyway, for me, that is a solid bad change. I'm not Starbucks is well, it's everywhere. I don't really care that it's there too. I don't even need to go to Disney for Starbucks. So again, these are really racking up on the bad and there will be some good ones. I'm sure, but starring roles and, and again, I know these are extremely minor compared to the changes in the entire park. But for me, these are what I remember when I go on vacation. And Disney is at the point, especially with this park, they could not have done a better job unless they followed me around and took note on what is he like? We're going to get rid of every darn thing he likes. (laughs) You know, they, they only would have missed one or two things by now. Like they really did a great job with this park. Cause the other thing I was going to say Right next to Starring Rolls was, I believe it was called the Candy Cauldron or something like that. It oh, was like yeah. a, it was a villain. Yep. It was a villain store slash a candy store, and we would always go there. I would get a Rice Krispie treat. My daughter. It, it reminded me of the. It, it was like a miniature version of the Main Street Confectionery on the on the left hand side, and on the right hand side was a villain shop where they had. Uh, they had the villains, uh, different artwork inside. They had yep. different figures. So the shop was awesome to look at. The they 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 would have unique 
merchandise because it would all be villains themed. This is always whether or not Disney's put pushing it at the time or not. You could find cool villain slash Halloween stuff in there. And then, like I said, you could get they had the candy, they had the bakery type stuff. My daughter would always get cake pops there, which would drive me nuts. I'd be like, How much did that cost? It's one bite of cake on a stick. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's only seven dollars. I'm like, oh my. It's a candy hush puppy for $7. <laughs> but anyway, I, I would buy it. And I'm just saying, I had such good memories as far as Hollywood Studios would go. If that's the only store I went in, it a lot of times it would be. I would always have to go through that store. I, I, I've bought many things from there, from the villains part. We always would get something. And they changed it one day. They just closed it down and they made it a... Pixar store kind of basically you can buy whatever you want throughout the park uh, whatever Pixar related merch they put it in there and I heard they did it because there was no room for a store in Toy Story Land and I'm like these executives are really short-sighted they took the most unique store any in the park and just said ah scrap it let's do a standard Disney and and I I've, I've gone into it a couple times now. There's nothing interesting in there. It's just it's like an empty store that just has Pixar stuff. It's not nothing to look at, nothing exciting, nothing special, and I'm just so disappointed that why on earth? I mean, you made an entire new land. You couldn't put a store up there. I'm like that's there's a lot of I I I don't know. Like I said, imagineering uh, you know, they I feel like they have uh, slipped up a lot of times, and there's another good example of why on earth would you do this? So, that to me is a super solid bad decision. I I would agree with that. Actually, that was very popular in this family, and I didn't even know they took it out. To be honest with you, and we forgot to even look or go there uh, when we were there in September. So, um, and and the the time before that we went, we left Hollywood Studios because of crowds and heat and things like that early and we didn't go back so um we just didn't get a chance to go back to the studio now they do i believe have a candy cauldron or villain store at disney springs now but yeah i mean that particular park excuse me that particular park um was a perfect location for that store and i completely agree with you john it was a highlight of at least my wife's trip she loved going in there because she loves the uh, villains and you know loves uh the loved the candy theming loved all the all the merchandise theming and things like that you know um yeah, I, I i agree with you i always say i'm not even sure that it was called candy cauldron there i'm I pretty sure like it, it was. was yeah i'm pretty but, sure it was if it wasn't, then whatever. Everybody knows what I mean either yeah. way. So, and yeah, I, I, it was. I, I love the good. windows there too. Like the oh, window yeah, um, display was awesome there. I mean, it was just fantastic. They always did a great job. Uh, whoever was decorating that store just did a fantastic job. It's a shame. Um, I, I, and don't get me wrong, I like Pixar movies and stuff, but that just. It, it doesn't even compare, I think, to uh, to what was there before. So I, I agree with you. Uh, that's a negative. Uh, so I guess, you know, we've, you've covered a couple of little ones. Let's um, and I hate this because it's like the first couple things that we're covering here are like pretty 
pretty negative but i mean we are at the front of the park and and uh, i promise there'll be some positives but uh let's talk about the big one john uh let's talk about the great movie right <laughs> i mean i think you and i will both agree that um we we don't think that the runaway railway was the um uh, the best replacement for that ride uh iconic ride great movie ride um replaced by the mickey mouse ride but this is a movie park right and you could have put the uh, mickey mouse ride uh in the what is it the cartoon what's that called back there the, where the cartoons are uh the, uh uh, animation courtyard. Animation courtyard. Yeah, I mean that oh, yeah. probably would have been a proper place for it, right? I don't mean to interrupt you, but just because everyone's probably saying these guys are so stupid, it was called Sweet Spells at Sweet Disney's Spells? Hollywood Studios. Yeah, that was okay. the name of the candy part, I think. So Sweet Spells. Where did we so, come up with Candy Cauldron? Wonder if that's the name of the one at Disney Springs. It is. Yeah, okay. it is. Okay, so, then that's. And, the... and then with the villain theme, it just conf- gets confused in my mind. But sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. I just. That's no, all right. I could just imagine all the people going, "These guys are idiots!" Like, well, Sweet Spells. All right. So yeah, um, you were saying that Mickey's Runaway Railway would probably fit much better in the animation courtyard. Yeah, I think it would be a plus in the animation courtyard. Like, we would be looking at this differently. If the great movie ride was still there, maybe updated a little bit, and and then they added the Mickey's Runaway Railway, I think you and I would both be saying, well, that's an addition. You know, that is an addition. Um, but I think, in my opinion... I don't necessarily think that Runaway Railway was an addition given that it replaced Great Movie Ride, an iconic, memorable ride that people will remember for generations, you know? Well, yeah, I was going to say, I can tell you, based on the wait times, we are correct. And based on being a local, that I have ridden it as many times as I want to. And I, I will ride it again, but I was there the other night and given the option of waiting for 20 or 30 minutes or just not i chose yeah i've seen it enough i didn't feel like it so that is enough for me where if the great movie ride was ever 20 minutes i would be in that line quick and waiting because i literally could have said well this time i looked to the left the last time i looked to the right one time i looked up one time i looked there's always so much stuff going on in there that you would never run out of new things to find and discover and maybe you would get the uh, cowboy side maybe you'd get the gangster side who knows like there was just yeah uh, so much going on that it the rewritability was uh to the extreme and again the new ride is cute yeah would be better somewhere else um i cannot say that it's an improvement over it though it's just not it's not the thing it 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 didn't it didn't make the park better, is what I can say. For right, sure. that's the thing, and that's the perspective that we're we're looking at here. Did it make the park better? Did it make your experience better? Um, did replacing the Great Movie Ride with this ride make that better? I think the answer for most people that I've talked to is no. I mean, they they don't complain about the Mickey ride. Most people don't. Most people enjoy that ride. They think it's cute. But if you really analytically think about it in your mind. 
did it did it improve the park by uh, dumping an iconic ride here's huh? the thing though a lot of people say well my kids didn't know any of the stuff in the great movie ride so they didn't like to see it and they liked the mickey mouse better and i can agree with that but you know when you have a, a an infant they also like uh, the spinning saucer ride a lot, but do you want to ride on that all the time? Because yeah. I don't want to make rides that only mostly appeal to kids that don't want to give anything else a shot because my daughter never saw most of those movies too. She grew to like it. She she looked at it for what it was and mm -hmm. was over time got to know the ride itself. It was very unique, very interesting, nothing like it anywhere else. If you just keep showing kids redos of movies they already seen, that's just not exciting. You know? And again, uh, for the initial kid to watch it, the Mickey thing would be better. Once they've done it 20 times, yeah. Mickey's not going to be interesting at all. The great movie ride, though, they're going to be like, wow, I remember this from when I was a kid. This was so weird. Here's the part with the airplane. I remember thinking... Mm -hmm. Wow, is that a real airplane? And ooh, here's the Tarzan. I remember I thought their memories will kick in. They don't need to know all this, or they didn't need to know every movie. I never saw the old Tarzan movies that the thing was based on in there, but it was just really cool. And then they had the little spot about scary movies. You went just a little corner. They had all the zombies and vampires and their eyes are glowing. And I remember thinking how many kids looked at that and were like, ooh, just yeah. a touch of scary. And Don't forget the were, alien scene. Yeah, the alien scene was just so awesome just to see that for a minute, just being on board the ship. And I was like... I, I, you don't need to be that familiar with any of that stuff to appreciate it or remember it or want to see it again. So again, I feel like the people who go, well, my kids didn't know those movies. That means nothing. I don't know any of those old movies. I never saw Singing in the Rain or uh, Casablanca or whatever. I, and I still didn't. I don't want to see them. But doesn't mean it's not an extremely interesting ride. And it always was. And again, I have waited right up until the end every time i rode the darn thing it was like an hour wait even if it said 30 minutes it would still be an hour i would get in there and the entire queue would be filled and i'd be like oh no i'm gonna have to watch this this uh, preview movie for the next hour over and over again and i did and i remember thinking it never the the appeal of it never died away like it right. never was just empty where you could ah no no one's in there you can walk right in never was it like that ever they've cap they captured so many iconic moments in movies from the uh, from the movies that they were showing on the screens throughout the ride and and the cues um, to the actual scenes in the ride itself that Wizard of Oz scene was unbelievable and. Anybody who says, oh, my kids never watch those movies. How many kids? I, I mean, maybe it's different now, but how many kids over the years has not have not seen was The Wizard of Oz at least once? And it know? doesn't matter anyway. It's a darn witch. Yeah, it's it, a witch, it, right. a golden road, and a bunch of munchkins. It's like, yeah, it doesn't and, matter what you I don't really care what your kids saw. That drives exactly. me nuts. It's like, I want my kids to be so narrow-minded and simple that i don't want them to ever go on anything unless they already know the story completely and have seen it a hundred times it's like why why yeah. why why you're i i'm it that makes me less interested with everything it's like ah, oh, do you want to want to hear the story of frozen again it's like no i don't i really don't i've heard it way too many times i don't want to hear it again i just right. don't and i'm like that with a lot of this stuff 
So I don't know. When you're five, I guess you do. But still, it's good for them. Show them something they've never seen. Right. That it's Wizard of Oz face. was transformational. I mean, it taken it took you to that world. Yeah. It's so it was it was unreal. And the interaction between the animatronic characters was just I'd never seen anything like that at that oh, time. Yeah, the Temple of Doom is in there. I mean, oh, just yeah. And then That's the movie enough. clips at the end. That was just great. I mean, oh, just so yeah. cool to remember. It's like it would just like touch all these little parts of your brain for your whole life, like yeah. spark little things. And again, now Mickey and Minnie saying, "Oh, come on, pal, let's go have a picnic." It's like, mm -hmm. "Yep, that's it. You're gonna have a picnic." That's about the gist of it. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, and again, it's cute, but yeah, it is. Don't tell me that it's better. I, I don't I, think it's that. I I don't understand. Who's gonna say it's better? Like I I they, don't understand. People do say. It's really? Better. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. Don't again. I'm I'm very adamant i like the ride i really do but i it's not better that's my take on it um I, I don't and as far as like moving people in and out i don't know that it moves more people in and out at a time like it doesn't eat people any any more or any less i think than what the great movie ride did and that's where you can kind of draw a comparison because can you imagine the line for the great movie ride in, in this era how far back that line would be. I mean, now you have a line that snakes around and looks like it's really long, but it actually isn't because of social distancing. And um, obviously that's changing right now. But I mean, when you look at the sign there, it says 20 minute wait. That's practically a walk on for that ride. Um, great movie ride. I don't ever remember going up to that and it being less than 40 minutes. I mean, it's always yeah. like a 40 minute wait for that ride. I have the same memory too. And the only reason I don't even mind waiting that long, but the reason I remember it so well is I didn't want to watch that preview movie 10 times in a row. So I would yeah. be like, man, why does it have to be 40 minutes? When is it ever going to go down? I, I want to ride it, but I don't want to wait. I don't want to see the previews that uh, that long because they were too short for how long the line always was. Yeah. And that's why I remember it so well, what the wait was. And that's why when they decided to get rid of it, I'm like, but it, it didn't it didn't die off yet. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it never got to that point where I could just walk on and ride it. And the same with the Maelstrom, too. But they also claimed that nobody rode that. I, I was like, the last time that I was there, I was with another family and we didn't ride it because the wait was so long. We were like, man, and it's such a boring line. There was nothing. It was just the yeah. turnstile queue. And I was like, man, that's going to be a long, hot 40 minutes of nothing, just sweating in line waiting. And so we didn't. And it's like, it's it was never to the point where people weren't interested anymore. Although Journey into Imagination was at that point. But they left to let it go, so I don't know. They can't see yeah. that one. They're blind to it, so I don't know. Well, I, I'd say without a doubt we're going to mark that one as a negative just because of the, again, emphasize. I'd like to mark it as a double if I could. <laughs> it's lucky it's only getting one. Yeah, because of how big <laughs> of an attraction. I mean, it's probably the biggest negative in um, over the last 20 years, in my mind, of really. And, and overall, in my opinion, it's probably the biggest 
mistake I think that the company has made as far as attractions and rides are getting rid of it, at least in in changing something um, at a park. Like I, I think this is probably the big one throughout this whole series. There's there's other big ones, um, and we'll cover it. And you actually just covered a couple of them um, that we're really going to discuss. Um, there might be a bigger one when we get to Epcot, and you and I both know what that'll be. I'd say there's a bigger one that they did away with. But I, I think with this one, for sure, um, the only positive is that they just didn't leave an empty hole in the ground. They actually did replace it with something. But overall, that that it wasn't an improvement necessarily. Um, not a big improvement. It was, it, even for the most optimistic, I don't understand how you couldn't at least uh, consider it a push. In, in our opinion, it was a negative just because it was a replacement of an iconic ride and um, probably a ride that maybe deserved to be over in the animation courtyard where there's nothing really. So other than a few shows and a museum more or less. Then that's, that stuff's not even open when I'm there. Please. That's every, right. Yes. Every time I go over there, it is just empty. Yeah. I, I mean, it would have been better served over there, I think. Uh, all right, John, let's try and bring this up a little bit. Uh, I I don't... Maybe an honorable mention, because I think probably throughout your time at the parks, these attractions have been there, but I remember going into the park and not having... Uh, rock and roller coaster and not having um, Tower of Terror. So I think they've been there your entire time going into the yeah, park. they right? have. So so let's just mark that as a honorable mention that uh, yeah. don't mark it down as a positive necessarily because honestly... Um, I don't I, know. They were additions technically. So, so you want to yeah. mark that as positive? I think we, we should could do that. We don't. I, we don't even need to discuss it too much. But yeah, because it's just like it is. It is only fair. They're both really good, and they, they replace great. nothing. So yeah, that's a and good thing. They are people eaters. I mean, honestly, you have a park that has added that had at that time when they were added that that gave like three uh e-ticket attractions three big attractions to that park that just ate people it basically made the park nothing but e-ticket attractions at one time so i definitely think that those are definitely iconic rides but also yeah. just like wow. major major rides for the entire resort we gotta, so. we gotta give them the points though if i'm taking away points for sid Kohangas and the, yeah, and the sweet spells or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I got to give it back for the freaking Tower of Terror. And, yeah, and Rocket Roller Coaster. Yeah, so let's mark that down. I I also I guess would like to mention Phantasmic, um, and I think there's um, there's some negatives to Phantasmic as you've brought up in the past, but overall when you like the original shows that were at Hollywood Studios were, I, quite frankly, I think they were kind of lame at one time. And there really wasn't much going on there. And Fantasmic actually brought in a, a serious, legit show to that park. And, um, you know, again, they might have just did a pedestrian fireworks show that they rotated behind the uh, Chinese theater every once in a while at one time. And by adding Fantasmic, they actually had an entire, like they've added that amphitheater, they added the show elements, they've added all that stuff. And it is a crowd pleaser. I mean, that thing fills up. 
every night when it's going on. So I don't know if you want to put that in there or not. Um, it's not going on currently, so it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, is yeah. it coming back? Is it isn't coming back? We we don't really know at this point. I think it has to come back. So I'll give that on the good column too. Okay. That's why I said as many negative things as I have to say about this park, it could end up being on a point by point basis overall it does seem to be improved it won't yeah. change the fact that when i go there as a local i don't feel like there's much for me to do and i don't spend a lot of time there and that should about do it for part one of our discussion on hollywood studios this discussion went really long and so as a result john and i both agreed that we should maybe split it up into two parts that coupled with the fact that i have a big trip coming up that'll be two weeks worth of being away from doing a podcast and it just will work out better if we split this into two episodes and over the next few weeks after this we will also split up our epcot discussion into two episodes so we hope you enjoyed this one. Like I said, it went pretty long, so we figured it would be a lot easier just to break it up and give you some small bites. So next week, we'll continue our discussion and we'll wrap up per normal at the end of that episode. Okay, so you can find John online at c.wdw on YouTube. CWDW on Facebook and C.WDW on Instagram. You can also find John's Universal Instagram, C.UO, as well. For me, The Giant Rat, T H E E Giant Rat, on Instagram and the same. The Giant Rat, T-H-E-E, -E, on TikTok. And I'm doing a lot of TikTok videos now, at least more than what I was doing before and getting some pretty good results from that. Okay, so that'll do it for this week. We hope to see you next week where we discuss part two of changes at Hollywood Studios over the years. Stay safe on your adventures.